There are two truths I want to draw from today's feast day, two truths that have been very important to me in my life, and in particular in my priesthood. And the first of those truths is that change is possible. Keep today the feast of the conversion of St. Paul. He changed. Change is possible. There are some people out there who are skeptical of change, who say, well, I know what he's like. People don't change. But our religion tells us otherwise. That our religion calls us to change, calls us to repent, to convert. What were the Lord Jesus' very first words in his public ministry? Repent. It must therefore be possible. Change must be possible. And today we have not the feast of St. Paul, but the feast of the conversion of St. Paul. Change is possible. And I was thinking, of all the figures in the Bible, St. Paul must show this more than anybody else. We were to try and think who else we might think, well, King David in the Old Testament, he repents of his sins. But really that's kind of a, a return after a infidelity. We might look to St. Peter in the New Testament denying our Lord. But again, that was more a kind of inconsistency rather than a complete change of direction. Where St. Paul goes from attacking the church to promoting the church. Goes from denying Christ to proclaiming him. Goes from being a Pharisaic expert in the law, from explaining to the Pope, Peter, why the Gentiles don't have to follow it. From being a persecutor to being persecuted himself. And if we think of this in terms of his character, in terms of his nature, I think it's all the more remarkable. St. Paul was clearly a strong personality. Sometimes we get the impression of difficult personality. And time and again we read what he does. When Peter came, I stood up to him to his face. Or, who is a Hebrew and I am not a Hebrew? Or, oh foolish Galatians. Some of the most dramatic rhetoric in the Bible. A strong man, a man you would think, wouldn't change his opinions. And yet he did. So the first truth, that change is possible, conversion is possible. My second point to draw from today's feast is that in that change, God takes the initiative. God works first and we cooperate. What in theology we call the primacy of grace. That St. Paul didn't think himself into the church. No, God threw him from his horse 
spoke to him in the light, blinded him, then restored his sight. God took the initiative. That St. Paul's cooperation was real, that free will isn't fake, but the initiative, God, was primary. Now, why is this so important? And particularly as priests, why is this important? Well, when I look at my people, I need to know that they are people who can change. That when I see Betty being stubborn yet again, difficult, she can change. Those parishioners living in sin, to not think, well, that's the way they are. No, people can change. That there isn't any category of person that I should despair of, that I should give up on. People can change. And that God is at work in that change. That it's not just me as the priest needing to be clever in my persuading. No, God is at work. I just need to facilitate his grace, facilitate his work. He's busy in the lives and the hearts and the souls of my people. And this also matters for ourselves. That how do I look at myself? Well, sometimes I know that I feel stuck. I feel slow to change. That I know there are these things in my character that just kind of just seem like they're stuck there. Well, for myself, like St. Paul, change is possible. And that grace is taking the initiative. This semester, next semester, God is at work. God is a plan. God is moving. God He's trying to draw me if I will just cooperate with him and that change is possible. Okay, a final thought in our immediate seminary context. That we're in the beginning of what we might well call the summative season with summative self-evaluations, interviews, assessments. Well, let's think about that for a moment under this question of change. That what are the formators looking for in you most of all? Most of all, they are looking for a seminarian who wants to change. One of the things I found most inspiring these last two and a half years with you is just this vision in so many of you that I want to be that better man. And even before I know what that better man can be, is going to be, I just, I want to be better. I want to change. And what is the thing the formators are looking for you to articulate in your evaluations, in your interviews? That you want to change that you've set yourself on a path to change. 
It rarely worries us when we see a guy with issues. What does worry us is sometimes when we see a guy who's just kind of settled into mediocrity, kind of said, well, this is just the way I am. And then with the summatives too, what are we looking for as formators? That you want to change, but that you see where you need to change, that the particular change that you see in yourself, that you see the same needs that we see, that we're on the same page. And that those interviews in particular are a chance for you to articulate that, but also sometimes for you to correct us, to say, well, no, you're seeing this, but actually it's, it's not quite like that, to make sure we're all on the same page. Okay, to sum up, today is the feast of the conversion of St. Paul. Today is the feast celebrating his change. So what does it teach us? teaches us that I can change and it teaches me that others can change and that like St. Paul's life God is primary that he is at work that he is taking the initiative whatever I need to become he is already at work drawing me.